Let's get to Thomas Mulcair, former leader of Her Majesty's, and now His Majesty's loyal opposition, and former leader of the federal NDP. Happy Year of the Cat, Thomas Mulcair. <laughs> yes, Firehorse. <laughs> Good to talk to you this morning. Do you know what uh, animal year you were born in? I haven't checked. I was born in 54, but I, it would be pretty easy to look it up. Okay, well, Joe can do that for us while we talk, but let's get to substantive things. Um, Justin Trudeau, I, I was somewhat surprised last week, seems to yep. be taking a pass on Doug Ford uh, coming up with ideas for privatizing aspects of the healthcare system. Yeah. Althea Raj, who I don't agree with very frequently, thinks that this is going to play well for Jugmeet Singh. I don't know if anything plays well for Jugmeet Singh. Well, I tend to agree with John Moore on that one and less with uh, Althea Raj. I think Trudeau is the one who's reading the room on this because basically he's looking at Doug Ford and saying, okay, you're telling me that a hip replacement or a knee operation or a cataract, you might do it in a private clinic, but people will just show up with their OHIP card. They'll put it down. Nobody will ask for a credit card. There will be no upselling trying to get you to buy something more expensive while you're there. And it's simply a question of subcontracting and paying less for all of this, go for it. Trudeau's word was innovative. Now, there's nothing really innovative about it, John, because a lot of countries have this type of hybrid system. But in Canada, we've held dogmatically to the view that we have the best solution, and we've been at it for decades, and it's not working. And that, that's the simple realization that Trudeau has come to, and he's looking at Ford and saying, I'm not going to have this fight as long as it's free, as long as it's still 100% covered by the province and it's fair, in other words, they're not cherry-picking which clients are allowed to come in, that sort of thing, and it's accessible, well, why not? It's a tough debate, but it's a debate that has to be had, and I think that Trudeau is on the side of the angels on this one. Meanwhile, let's stick with healthcare. Doug Ford saying that the premiers are all going to stick together. This kind of reminds me of the cast of Friends when they were approached <laughs> by the producers and some of them were offered better deals than others. And they said, it's all six of us. We all make the same money. So apparently that's what the premiers are doing. Yeah. And I think that Ford's trying to hold the thing together because the ones who came out of the gate first, in other words, Ford and Legault, looked like they were trying to cut their own deals. But Ford's saying, no, no, look, everybody's going to get the same deal. We're going to sit down. And I do think that we're going to be looking at a meeting with the premiers, the health ministers and Trudeau in relatively short order. We've talked about this any number of times, but the average length of a minority government in Canada is about two years. Trudeau's well into his second year. He's got to start clearing things out if he wants to have a shot at calling that election this year. And one of the major things, his biggest stumbling block, has been the need for a health deal. And talking about reading the room, again, this is Trudeau getting it right. He's saying, look, the average Canadian does not want to have a fight about constitutional jurisdiction over this. They want a result. And this is where Trudeau is simply pushing aside some of the gnomes in the health department in Ottawa who would hold to that dogmatic view, well, this has to be a single payer, and it has to be this and that. And the other thing is going, no, get the result, make sure people can just plunk down their health card, and then the rest will be taken care of. I think that he's the one showing flexibility, and that he's grown into the job, and he's not holding to that dogmatic view. Okay, so you've been a Quebec politician for your career. I used to cover... Don't, don't hold it against me. <laughs> I know, I used to cover Quebecois politics. So the idea that a Quebec premier is whinging about the federal prime minister again doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> well, you were just describing the song we were listening to as, you know, you never get tired of the classics. So yeah, speaking of classics, <laughs> uh, over the... But it was interesting because in Saturday's La Presse, big spread, front page article, Trudeau opening up to Joël Denis Bellavance, people see him fairly often on CTV, 
he gave him an interview and he said, look, I'm seriously considering, you know, referring the issue of the notwithstanding clause to the Supreme Court. Now, I apologize in advance for talking Constitution on a Monday morning, but it is pretty big news because what he's saying is that finally he's going to answer Doug Ford's complaint against him. You remember back in November, Ford wanted to use the famous notwithstanding clause to suspend labor rights. And he there was such strong pushback, especially from Trudeau, who went after Ford several times. Ford caved. He, he folded. He, he he backed off and he didn't do it. But he got in one good shot against Trudeau. He said, you know, he's being selective in his criticism of the notwithstanding clause. And anybody who knew the situation knew that he was referring to the fact that Trudeau was terrified of Legault and had not said boo against Legault's repeated use of the notwithstanding clause to remove fundamental minority religious rights and linguistic rights in Quebec. Well, lo and behold, Trudeau saying, no, no, I'm going to take this thing to the Supreme Court. I've asked my justice minister, David Lametti, to look at it. And if he does that, he's he's intentionally setting himself up for a battle royal with Legault. Remember when he had his boxing match, he described Senator Brazo as the perfect foil. I think that Trudeau and his team, at least Trudeau, because he's got good reflexes on this, is saying, my perfect foil in the next campaign, because I have to win Ontario, I have to especially win the GTA, my perfect foil, Francois Legault. I'm going to defend the Charter of Rights against Legault. Just watch me. And this is going to be fascinating. And uh, finally, the federal cabinet, you were mentioning a few of the ministers, uh, are in retreat in Hamilton. You've been a cabinet minister. I mean, what what happens? Do they, I was asking in the last half hour, does everyone just play tag for three days? No, but everything has to be on the table, like the nuts and bolts, what's coming down the pipe in the health department, in the justice department, in national defense, things like that. Ministers get to talk, especially you give a lot of face time to your backbenchers. You've got to show them a lot of love. You take care of them. Trudeau, when when they're having a lunch or a supper, Trudeau will move from table to table to make sure that they get some face time with them. They've all got issues that they want to talk about. But again, going back to what I just mentioned, Ontario is the key battleground in the next campaign. Let's not kid ourselves. Greater Toronto area decides elections in Canada, full stop. So Trudeau knows that Hamilton, where they've already started taking back some of the NDP seats. We always had several seats there, and now they're down to one very strong MP, Matthew Green. But, you know, they're going to be gunning for him. But especially they're showing a lot of love and care for Ontario issues. That's why they're doing it in Hamilton. And Trudeau knows he's got to show that he cares about the issues that are important to the province. He's not going to win too many seats out west. He's going to basically concede that to Poilievre. But he's got to concentrate on three key places. He's going to still hold on to Atlantic Canada. He's got to concentrate on Ontario, first and foremost. British Columbia, super key battleground as well. And of course, Quebec, where he should be able to hold on to everything that he's got in the greater Montreal area, despite the dust up that he's planning with Legault, because in the greater Montreal area, there's enough Anglophones, English speaking people and Allophones, more recent arrivals. He's got those seats sewed up and he's going to make them even more solid with his stand against Legault. So just as we uh, wrap it up, Thomas Mulcair, Joe Christiana looked it up, and believe it or not, you are also a horse. You were born well, there you go. in the year of the horse, but not a fire horse. <laughs> well, no, no, that would only be you. Because that, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've... I, I think you've amounted to more trouble than I have. Thank you, sir. Take good care, John.